To the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode, we are doing a review on Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin. Well, you can find us at otakuspirit.com. That's where all of our news, reviews, and coverage of the anime, as well as our wonderful comedian form links, top social media links on the right side, and all the good stuff. But yes, Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin. We got a review copy sent to us from Right Stuff and Sunrise, a Blu ray copy. They're also doing a DVD copy release as well. Yeah, we got that copy. We're here to review it for you guys, let you know a little bit about it, and then, uh, yeah, our usual bit. But yeah, Mobile Suit Gundam The Origin, this one is a four-episode OVA, which uh, they're about th- 63 minutes each, and it's cu- subtitled The Chronicle of Shar and Sala. This is, a like I said, an OVA that was released back in April 2015. It's been kind of gradually releasing each of the episodes, and um, so they pre- pretty much took the four episodes and compiled into one Blu-ray. But yeah, it was done, of course, by Studio Sunrise. Uh, the source is a 24-volume manga, which right now Vertical... I think somebody else did a release of it, and now Vertical is doing a 12-volume compilation omnibus kind of thing, which I gladly got, uh, but not gotten around to reading, so I was a little excited to jump into the origins uh, as they released it. The, of course, the original character and story is done by Yoshiyuki Tomino, but this uh, manga series that was adapted from the original story of Mobile Suit Gundam uh, was done by the mangaka Yoshikazu Yasuhiko, who is also the original designer of the Mobile Suit Gundam uh, series, the character designer, and also did some work for Dirty Pair. So that's pretty cool. And the genres for this series is action, mecha, military, sci-fi, and space. So yeah. Tell us, Chris, what do you know? <laughs> this one, basically, for those that don't know, the original Mobile Suit Gundam series that was back in, what, 79, I believe? I think 79. so. That, st- that series covered, uh, this was about 0079 in the universal century in this particular futuristic world where mankind has, you know, traveled off into space and made space colonies where they live on. And at some point, this uh, group that lets them know, calls themselves the Xeon, Uh, declares themselves independent from Earth and the Earth Federation, and they start a huge war, which turns into the one-year war that is kind of all involved in that original series. What's cool about the manga, and of course, I'm assuming the manga, I haven't really gotten to be able to dig into it just far yet, 
Um, but what's cool about this series in particular, the origin, is it's basically jumping all the way back to like the childhood of Shar Aznaval, who, if you've watched the original series, Shar Aznaval was like one of the biggest uh, villains of that series, and he kind of progressed on into the rest of the uh, the original UC Gundam series as a common staple in the series. And a lot of people have known him for having a really great character about him. And But we've never really gotten to see who, why Char is really who he is until, of course, the uh, the Origin series was released on manga. And, of course, this adaptation of it. What was weird that I kind of noticed was I've, you know, jumped in the first uh, volume of the manga. And it was really jumping into the same time frame as the original series. Apparently not until, like, the sixth volume or so is where they finally jump back into Char's backstory uh, but when they're adapting this particular series into an anime it seems like they're jumping right into that backstory and they're going chronologically so we're starting from Char's childhood it starts back in 0053 so like I said the original series was 0079 this is 53 it's right at the point which uh, side 3 the uh, Zeon uh, Daikun is about to announce that he is declaring independence from uh, the Earth Federation and Earth and right then he gets assassinated, and then it goes into Char, well, as he's known at the time, is Kazval. Kazval and his sister Artesia and their mother are all kind of whisked away by the Rao family, hidden and kept safe because they are for certain that the uh, Zabi family has killed uh, Zeon Daikun. And so they're trying to protect them, keep them safe, because they're afraid that the Zabis are going to kill them too, just so they can claim uh, rulership over that, or... Uh, leadership over that area. And so it kind of follows uh, Kasval and Atesia as they're kind of forced to leave, to flee to the, the Zabbies, and they're forced to flee to Earth, and then forced to flee once again to uh, the uh, Asbol, As- Asnabal family. And that's when you kind of get into where uh, Kasval joins the Zeon and, you know, works his way into the system. And that's where we basically start with the original series. We're starting where, okay, how do we? How did we get to the point where this guy who obviously hates the Zeon or the and the Zabby, really technically the Zabby, uh, who hates the Zabby, why is he joining league with them and helping them fight the Earth Federation? So this really gets into the juicy details of how he got to that point, and that's what kind of really makes it excellent, in my opinion. So, what do you want to start off with? Because I'm assuming this is going to be a gush fest. I mean, for me, pretty anyways. much. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was uh, debating it in my head. I mean, this this show was easily jumped up on my my favorites. I mean, I'm 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 debating on whether or not I want it to be better than War in the Pocket or not. I mean, that's how much I loved this show. Um, now you could pass it off as having uh, Sila uh, Lolly Sila, so that's possible, but. I think it's more because it just has so much in this that is just characters and how they develop through the course of the the storyline into uh, who we we see in the original Gundam uh, from from all the Zeon characters all the way across the board. You got throwing in just for the fun of it. You've got a couple of um, where a character shows up and out of nowhere, and you're like, cameo. Oh. Cameos, yeah, you got cameos all over the place. Ramba Rall, having an explanation of who Ramba Rall is and why he is in his place. Lala, I wasn't even expecting to have some kind of explanation of who Lala is. It's in here. This this show has 
everything you've wanted out of Gundam. Yeah, you know, I, I actually knew that the the lawless stuff was coming. Um, what I didn't expect was Zena, uh, Zena uh, Savvy, uh, showing her and how she met uh, Dazzle. That was really, really cool. Of course, that, that has me geeking out because I've watched Unicorn. Um, but getting in, yeah, getting, it's like the original series, we loved Rumble Raw. And it was like, he's like transcended even further, if you can expect that, as Rumble Raw was like just epic. He was just Chuck Norris. He was uh, unstoppable. He was just a great character. I loved his. And that, that, that goes to the point of the series altogether because. Granted, it was like a you know a seventies show. It wasn't really uh, something that's going to knock it out of the park in regards to characters and interactions. But the, yeah, like you said, getting the kind of stories to all these characters. But not only that, getting characteristics added to them, getting personality added to them, uh, humanizing a lot of these characters that I never really had any care whatsoever for them. Uh, even like guy guy friend Zabby. I mean, I don't like the guy, but you get more into him. Uh, Dazzle Zabby, humanizing him through and through. Uh, Cassilia, I loved seeing her more of her because she seemed like she was. Even though she was violent in the original series, she was one of the more level-headed ones. She she had a little more love for her family than most of the other Zabbies uh, actually did. Uh, getting more into Garby Zabby. And now I kind of feel sorry for Garma. <laughs> <laughs> because he really got, you know, he got shafted in, in the original series. And now we, we get to meet more about him. So it's kind of like you you hear about somebody dying and then you, you going and meeting his entire lifetime. It's like, wow, I didn't really didn't want to know all this because now I feel really <laughs> bad. Um, but yeah, like Chris said, I, I love to see more of Lala. I'm sure we're going to get, uh, it's probably going to get more into detail with uh, her later on because, uh, you know, technically Kazval is learning more about uh, this weird happenings happen when they were together and he doesn't quite understand it. And of course we know what that is. So, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just just excellent characters. I I loved every single one of them. Uh, I feel so bad for a lot of these characters because I mean it, it goes with the the territory of war, but more the fact of like wow, that's why Shar is the way he is because he had a really screwed up childhood and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse, and he really had no point which he could kind of sit still and I was kind of pointing out to Chris, it's like. It really sucks because we're seeing Artesia upset all the time. She's she's see you know she sees her dad die and then um, all the other stuff that she kind of goes through, and you can constantly see Kazval right there as they're kind of mourning, and he never gets a chance to mourn because you know their mother is too busy trying to uh, console Artesia or whatever he or the fact that he has to be kind of the next in line as as the Daikun, but he never really gets a chance to to mourn, and so he's just kind of constantly put in a state of anger and i love the the drawn dagger comment about him it's like he i can't teach him anymore because he's like a drawn dagger all the time and he had that throughout the entire thing his little look of death <laughs> um but a lot of really excellent uh moments as well i i especially love the the point in which the 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 zeon military troops the trainees were kind of standing up to the earth federation you know telling them to pick up these glasses thought that was an excellent scene and Garma stepping up was just epic um really really great scenes in this entire series and then add to that it, it looked excellent I thought it, yeah it I was a little bit afraid of the series because I did peek in at the first episode when it was on uh Daisuke.net and I was like oh here's the CG kind of stuff but they do like a cel-shaded CG of it and it's almost similar to something like Kizumonogatari where 
you know it's CG, but it's so polished, it kind of works. So, um, even though it, it was off putting at first, I thought it was just excellent and just great art, great design to everything. I, I kind of like, I, I really, really like a lot of the character designs. Um, there's a few that I don't particularly care for, like, you know, a lot of the Zabbies, but uh, it just looks really, really beautiful all around, very, very polished, and um, was just really pleasing to look at. So, yeah, gosh, 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 gosh. Anything else that uh, we can really bring up? Yeah, really, really surprising. I, I knew I knew there was something to do, there was something involving how Kazval got his name of Shar Aznabal. I did not quite know... I, I did, it kind of dawned on me the moment, the moment that they went to the Asbal, uh, Asnabal family um, that I'm like, oh, that's right. That was that was a name that's kind of continuously passed down, and it's something that you see later on in another in another series that we really haven't gotten around to reviewing. But uh, well, I technically did get around to reviewing, but like just how he got his name was was really cool. Technically, he had three different names. <laughs> he had yep. Casval Daikun, and then he had Edward uh, Eduardo. Uh, Mas, which was, that was kind of cute. She kept on saying, his name is Eduardo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then finally, of course, Shara Reznable. Well, it's like, uh, and I wasn't sure if you wanted to get into it, the the Minoski uh, thing. I thought that was a really interesting thing that they kind of dug into. And it was only surface level. It, I don't know if maybe in the later Origin episodes that maybe they'll get into that. But just having that out out there is, is, is kind of interesting because Minof- you, you always hear about the Minofsky particles and you never really you know it has something to do with how they're running but you're not really sure how it 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 all works into it so it was really kind of cool to have that kind of dug into for once i know i always knew that there was a dr minoski who kind of designed all this stuff but i never really looked into who he was so that was really really cool to kind of get into him and of course tim ray uh amaro ray's father uh, it was nice to kind of peek in with Amaro Ray. He's still a jerk. <laughs> and Frog Bro is still amazing. <laughs> I, I, I did get a kick out of the uh, when when we were at some point, uh, Ramba Rao bumping into uh, Haman Karn's uh, mommy. And that was was like, when are we going to see you're it? getting this. There's no, there was never a Haman <laughs> Karn mommy anywhere in the show. He's stuck on that name. <laughs> One's a first name and one's a last name. See? Yeah, I guess you could claim that there might be something weird there, but no. There's nothing there, Chris. <laughs> I've already looked it up because he, he had me guessing, second-guessing myself. Oh, really? Yeah, there's, there's nothing there, Chris. Fail. No, about the only real reference, big reference we got was, oh, of course we got uh, Mirai. That was really cool. I did not expect to see a, a cameo from, from Mirai. Yeah, um, that, that one was kind of left field. Of course, Amuro kept popping up here and there. It's like he's just well, well, they magnet did, to Shar. What, what so. was really kind of cool was that they were you could see the shifting of the characters in this main storyline. So you could see um, you were following Shar, but you could see okay, well, we're talking to this character, and this is happening, and you understand okay, this character is on the pro- in the process of going to this place. And you could see where the characters were moving around. You, you, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, because it, it was they run at some point they showed Amar Ray as he was traveling to this side. So, yeah. Which is the side that they go to when uh, Ray is trying to produce what he's producing. But yeah, I, I thought it was cool to see... Uh, in 0083, I think it was, we had the whole thing where the... Uh, 
the Anaheim group was with the Federation, Earth Federation, and that's where they got the the two Gundams from. And it was kind of odd to see that they were technically a, what Doctor Minoski was a part of on the moon, and they were working with the the Zeon at that point. So they're obviously after the events of what happens with the Gundam series or the One Year War, it's obviously transitioned to working for the Earth Federation, which was really really weird. Um, I thought that was a interesting little plot point for the the world itself so um yeah i loved i love the whole bit with uh with uh Kasfal working with garma not more working with but more uh using garma like everybody that he's around it's like you be careful because he's basically using you as a stepping stool um i i there, i will admit there was certain points in which the the story got a little bit too heavy for me it was like okay there's it's constantly showing how, you know, uh, far Casval is going to get his revenge. Um, but, it, of course, there's certain points where it kind of feels like, wow, this, I mean, it's hard to really cheer for somebody who's constantly just killing everybody. Uh, everybody in his path he will kill because this is his only purpose. This is the thing that was destroyed of his, and his revenge is his feeling point. And it does get, it gets, it gets a little bit excessively kind of heavy in that regard, but... Uh, course it never really kind of brought it down just because Caswell's just way too cool <laughs> well no i think that i think that 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 shows you how much of a difference that uh char has gone through i mean even in this is just added more to his his nuance as a character is him going from um a goofy kid who was pampered to um pretty much the darkest as you can go to where he is in the later uh parts of the show where he's actually bringing people together i i think it char is probably one of the and, and we've said this before he's easily one of the most interesting characters in the show as a whole yeah but it's just one of those things where like especially with the the barracks when they were taking down the the federation barracks it just it felt really like bad, like yeah, that, I they, agree. it was a slaughter fest. It was it was literally not even a contest. They they were basically slaughtering the people there, and like I said, I understand it to the story's point. This is exactly something that they wanted to do. Um, the uprising was something that was that they felt they had to do, and but it just felt really dirty to kind of be cheering along with Kazval, and it's just really really uh, it was a really dark situation. I was cheering for Garma. Yeah, I can kind of get <laughs> You gotta, because you know where he's going. You know where he's going. You have to. Um, another thing I really appreciated was, um, and this is one of those things where it kind of adds the nuance to the entire, uh, I guess technically the one-year war span time of UC, uh, UC's timeline. I really did like how well they portrayed how necessary the ARC-78 was. Because, I mean, it, it got to basically the very, what it seems like, unless I'm mistaken, it seemed like it was like the first real battle of mobile suits. Like, this was the first uh, skirmish that involved the mobile suits. And it was, it felt like the Earth Federations were just getting their butt handed to them. And I'm like, it, it, at some point, I'm like, wow, this this really hits home how important what Tim Ray and, of course, the Minoski were kind of doing with the mobile suits and how necessary the ARC-78 was. And at some point, Ray's like, look, we need to make this thing. And I'm like, yes, you seriously do need to make this thing because you guys are getting your butt handed to you. And, and again, it goes back to our discussion during uh, the Igloo review. is like this whole change of the battlefield from just spaceships and lasers to these things that basically run circles around spaceships that 
destroy them in no time and how necessary it was to kind of constantly upping their their ante with that development so yeah great stuff more lala it's always good i can't wait for more hopefully uh the well i guess technically they only have six episodes total re- uh, release so i'm not sure when we'll get another release of the blu-ray for another uh four episodes or whatever i don't even think they've actually said how many total episodes it's going to be I mean, I would assume that since I got most of the backstory handled, I would assume that maybe they're going well, for eight. Well, you said that only car- covered, like, two books. Uh, yeah, technically the four would technically cover two books. So, wow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Well, technically, I don't know. How far know. does that show, does that series go? Well, it's 24 total books, and that would be four of the volumes. Right. I mean, how how... It's supposed to go to the very end, the last fight between Char and, like, where the end of this, the Mobile Suit Gundam series goes. So it's only, so it's only the, uh, the main series? Right. And the only added additive is this? And, of course, they're adding more characteristics to a lot of the characters, a lot more scenes. Um, he's, he, from what I've seen so far, just reading, like, the first volume, he's fleshing out the characters a lot more than what they did. The other thing I'm kind of wondering is, in the begin- the very first volume, which I actually did read, <laughs> um, they showed two RX-78s, and they only showed the one in the very end of this OVA series. So I'm wondering if they're going to have the second one, or if they are just going to, you know, retcon that out of the manga or something, even though technically that was retconning it into the manga. <laughs> uh, it'll be interesting to see if they... If they end up adding the other one. Because it was actually, it seemed like it was more of a melee uh, type uh, Gundam. And I'm actually kind of interested to see that animated. So I, 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 I think it would be remiss if we don't mention the fact that this is probably the least Gundam Gundam. Just just saying. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, because <laughs> they didn't really have a single Gundam in the entire thing, except for pictures. Um, we're not, we're not there yet, but like I said, I like that this is, um, goes up to the point where it's like just before the beginning of the original series, because I don't feel like I miss, I I like that they release this in four, uh, episodes and on this Blu-ray because it doesn't feel like I'm missing something. If they went one more episode, it would feel like it's incomplete. If they went one less episode, it would feel like I got, I'm missing something there between the two. So it's nice to have this kind of all-encompassing thing. So if you've watched the original Gundam series, you're going to get a full experience watching this Blu-ray. Don't worry about not having episode 5, episode 7, or however many episodes they make after that. I like that it feels like this is the prequel story to Gundam. You don't really need anything more because, it, like I said, it leads up right up to it. Um, so I'm glad I remembered <laughs> mentioning that because mm-hmm. I, I think it's kind of important. So, Yeah. Um, gush, 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 more gush. If you didn't get a gush, 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 um, really amazing Blu-ray release, really amazing story, uh, excellently animated, fantastic characters. I love seeing these characters flushed out. I highly recommend it to anybody who loves the Gundam series. Um, especially if you've watched the original Gundam series, I think you kind of need to have that context, but at the same time, this is a good starting point. If you do want to get into Gundam, I think this is a good starting point to jump into, and then you could just follow the origin series as they release them. I really think it was excellent. Series. I think it was decently paced as well. I didn't. There wasn't any point that mm-hmm. I felt like I was like bored of what's it, whatever is going on. It kind of caught me really quickly and just dragged me through the entire show. Yep, yep. I think the only thing, the only thing I didn't like was Daddy Rao. He was Gemma Rao was annoying, <laughs> <laughs> but I think he kind of 
served his purpose, I guess, um, in being annoying. But yeah, awesome stuff. I would, I definitely love to go back and watch it again eventually. This is definitely one I'll probably rewatch multiple times. I liked it that much. So great stuff. Can't wait for more. Um, hope you guys enjoyed. Again, we got this review copy of uh, Mobile Suit Gundam: The Origin from Right Stuff and Sunrise. So if you guys like what you hear, if you're a fan of Gundam, want to jump into Gundam. Uh, go check out that release if you want to. Uh, again, we're at TakuSpirit.com. You can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new little anime, as well as a wonderful community in the forum links at the top, social media links on the right side, podcast series button up there so you can see all of our other Gundam reviews or anything else that we have in there. And uh, we hope you guys enjoyed, and y'all take care. Os. Awesome.